Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, it goes without saying, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I must say, we are in some very strange times. Very strange times indeed. Times that we have been warned about through the study of God's word and now times that we are experiencing through the word, through, through the message of God's word. You know, if we just take an opportunity to see what is going on around us, we can begin to question the very things that are happening from the Bible. And by doing so, it will do one of two things, make us believe or make us not believe. I am so convinced that the word of God is speaking right now as loud as it ever has before. But who among us is listening? You know, when a storm comes and I'm telling you a storm is coming, the thunder is rolling, the clouds are thickening, and soon it will rain. And when it rains, my question to you is, do you have an umbrella? Have you sought your safety in Jesus Christ? Because this is not going to be an ordinary rain. This is going to be something that we've never seen before, something we've never experienced before, but something we must be prepared for. You see, everything that goes on in this world, this book, this Bible, has written about and has talked about. Now we are about to experience it. And Jesus told us that the trials and tribulations would come. But he has given us the example of how to overcome those trials and tribulations. And that is having a relationship with him. You know, by right, if we all are honest with ourselves, God wants nothing to do with us. And you know why I say that? Simply because we are all sinners. The day that the fruit was eaten by, by the first man, Adam, God had every right to reveal himself to that man and destroy him. But God did not do that. It was by his grace that he found a sacrifice and he took that sacrifice and he made clothes out of the sacrifice to give to the man and the woman. That was his grace. That grace is something that we do not deserve. We do not deserve God's love. We do not deserve uh, uh, to be here because we are all sinners. Roman three twenty three confirms that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I know I have, and I'm being honest with myself and I'm being honest with you. What about you? Well, I just want to go a little bit into the word today to talk about what it means to be in God's army. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, or if not, you're, you're walking, you're driving, you're, you're doing activities or whatever you're doing, Write this down, Judges 7. In the book of Judges, chapter 7, you will find a man called Jerubabel, or as the world will know him as Gideon. 
And Gideon has 32,000 fighting men ready to go into the, 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 the ready to go into battle. That's what's happening. He is ready to go into battle, but God tells Jerubbabel that you have too many men fighting on the side of Israel that will not recognize me in the victory. You see, we serve a very, very jealous God, which is why the first commandment is not to honor or, or lift up any other God or any other engraving image other than the God we serve. He is very jealous. This is the reason why man was made last of all creation, because no man can ever stand to God and say generations ago, this man stood as you lifted the mountains. This man stood as you separated the sky from, from the land. No one can say that because God did all these things on his own. He is a jealous God and you cannot take that for granted. So what Jerubbabel was instructed to do by God is to go down to the river. And what he told him, what God told Jerubbabel down in verse five, he said to gather the people, everyone who laps the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set by himself. Then he says, likewise, everyone who kneels to drink and the number of those who lapped, putting their hands to their mouths were 300 men. Now, the reason God did that and the reason why it is so important to be to get involved in God's army is because these men. God had to break them down. These men all put their heads down to the water without having prepared awareness of what was going on around them. If you have a pet, watch your pet drink his water. You'll notice that if your pet is a dog, he will not hold his eyes up when he drinks his water. But if you look at uh, the animal planet, you watch a, a lion or a cheetah, what, 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 whatever predatorial animal that you that you encounter in the wild, notice how they drink water. They drink water with their head, their heads down, but their eyes up. And that is what God needs. He needs someone who is aware, not woke. You see, a woke person can go back to sleep very easily because they can have their emotions played upon. They can have their feelings stroked and they can have their egos boosted. But a person who is aware as these men who kneeled down to scoop water in their hands and to drink it had their eyes up because they were aware that something out there was after them and they had to be ready for an attack. So today, Traveling Pulpit family, are you ready for the attack? Because the attack is coming. And I'm not saying these things to try and scare you. I'm not saying these things to, to try to try to put fear inside of you. I'm saying these things so that you will be aware of the coming storm that's on its way. That's why I'm saying this. So as Jerubbabel or Gideon went into battle with 300 men, how many men and women are prepared to go into battle in God's army? 
You see, as I said before, let me let me let me follow this up. Jesus had to come to give us mercy because man was reaching his limits under God's grace. If you notice that after Malachi, there is a 400 year, I think 420 year break between man and God. I believe God had had run his course with man. And rather than kill man like he did with with Noah and his family, God decided to give man a second chance. And this second chance was a savior named Jesus. And this savior named Jesus has given us mercy and mercy is not getting what we deserve. You see, Jesus was one person who came into a sin-sick, sin-filled world who was the cure for this sin sickness. He is the only cure for this. Jesus is the antidote to the poison that we have all suffered with all of our very lives. And I'm and I know None of us have has has asked to come here, but it is that we are here that we now have drinking the poison of this world. And Jesus is the antidote. Remember in if you if you remember a few episodes back or a few weeks back, I talked about how Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration. You see, God only wants to deal with us if we have a relationship with his son. It is so important that you understand this traveling pulpit family and those that you share this message with. God only wants to deal with us only if we have a relationship with his son, because without that relationship, he does not know you. You have to have a relationship with his son. It is the only way. It is a vital part of of getting to know who God is. Jesus has confirmed this by saying, no man comes to the father, but by me, you cannot go to the father and say, I have a relationship with you. If you do not have a relationship with the son, it is like someone coming to your house and telling you, if you have a daughter or you have a son that they are in relationship with you and your daughter and your son are standing there looking like, I don't know who they are. You will reject that person, won't you? Because if they don't have a relationship with them, they won't have a relationship with you. And that is how Jesus, that is how God, that is how it is set up. You have, you must have a relationship with Jesus in order to have a relationship with God. But Gideon, Jerubbabel, had a relationship with God. And what God did through grace, he allowed him to go into battle with 300 men for the whole nation of Israel to to go back into believing that God is who he says says he is, that he will protect the nation of Israel and he will protect those who support the nation of Israel. So my question to you today, traveling pulpit family, are you ready to build your relationship with Christ? Are you willing to receive the gift that Christ is wanting to give to you? That umbrella of protection. And all you have to do is call out to him. You, you know, there are so many preachers. There are so many pastors that are on social media now since the buildings have closed. 
And all they want to do is talk about God. Well, God has a plan. God has a plan. You know what God's plan is? God's plan is for us to know Jesus. That is God's plan. When Jesus was on the mount, the, the mountain of transfiguration and Elijah and Moses appeared and Peter wanted to build three altars for, 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 for them three, you know, you know what God said? God said from, from the heavens, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. If you don't listen to him, how are you going to get into, how are you going to get to know who the father is? Because it is the only way. Getting to know the father is, is as easy as getting to know the son, but you have to know the son before you know the father. There is no other way. I remember with what we're going through in these days and times of, of, of a pandemic, uh, the fear of taking a deep breath or walking outside without a mask on. I remember before all these things took place and the fear of, of, of mankind was, was then, I guess, uh, well, well, anyway, before all of this, when I was a kid growing up, there was a television commercial um, instituted by the United Negro College Fund. It said and their slogan is that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, if a mind is corrupted, it is already wasted. There is nothing you can do about that mind because the fear tactic has already taken place in that person. Yes, I have doubts. I do. I have doubts. And I want for you to contact me if you don't have doubts, if you do have doubts, like I have doubts, I contact me. Travelingpulpit at gmail.com. Reach out to me on social media. I'll be posting this as soon as this is over. But reach out to me because I do not see everything the way the world wants me this, to see it because I have a relationship with the sun. And if the sun be for me, who be against me? See, I have already joined the army of the Lord and I want you to join the army of the Lord. But if a mind is a terrible thing to waste, it's already corrupted. If it's if it's wasted, if it's already polluted. But Jesus has told us. And I'll close I'll close up here. He has told us in Matthew 10 and 16, he says, behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. That is something that he has given us to do. So on today, rather than continuing, continuing to be fooled by deception, renew your mind in Christ. So that your focus isn't on the storm, but in the savior whose hand is extended to you so that you will be saved. Don't be like Peter because Peter was sinking. You're going to drown. I mean, that's just the absolute truth because Peter, while he was standing on the water, he took his eye off and saw the wind. Peter didn't see the storm. He saw the wind. There are many of us in this world who are seeing the storm brewing, but they are looking past Christ who is standing right in front of them, asking, asking that, that individual to take my hand 
and I will protect you. So on today, will you take the Lord's hand to be protected? Will you trust him enough to give yourself to him, to build a relationship with him so that you too will be protected? Rather than continuing to be fooled by deception, renew your mind. Focus is not on the storm. Focus is in Jesus who is standing with you in the storm, waiting and wanting you to grab his hand so that you too will be saved. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for the opportunity to come and just give a word of encouragement, a word of of enlightenment, and a word that can save your life. It can save your very life. I told a pastor on the course of uh, this week that just passed. Yeah, I agree. We're all going to heaven. I agree, but we're not all going to stay because we're going to go. Some of us are going to get the opportunity to go take our rest with Christ forever. And some are going to go into the lake of fire, but everybody's going. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Those preachers, they've had it right for years. Everybody's going to heaven. God loves everybody. Everybody's going to heaven, but not everybody's going to stay. And that is the truth. So to you. Are you ready for the Lord? Have you made a decision to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? All you have to do in Romans 10 and 9 is confess with your tongue that Jesus is the Christ. Believe in your heart that that God raised him from the dead and you too shall be saved. For whoever believes in the Lord will not be put to shame, but be, but will have the gift of everlasting life. Uh, traveling pulpit family, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. I want to thank you once again for allowing me to just, just come and just deliver a message to you. Check me out on uh, travelingpulpitministries.com. There you will find blogs. There you will find a book. Uh, called The Hill of Our Salvation. Some of you have already bought the book, and I think a few of you have bought the book with my mistakes called The Hill, and I'm so sorry about that. I don't know how Amazon got the mixed mixed up, but it's called The Hill of Our Salvation. But you'll get to see the original manuscript if they send you The Hill with all my mistakes and ideas in them, but um, but that's okay too. Check out the, the website, uh, reach out to me. There's a contact page. Reach out to me. Let me know who you are, where you contacting me from. And, and um, you know, let's pray for our brothers and sisters around the world because we're still in the United States where we think everything is going to be well and good for us. And our brothers and sisters around the world are going through it right now. And we just have to continue to pray for one another. Let's pray for one another, family, shall we? Our God, our Father. We thank you for another opportunity to just come and just spread this word of hope 
into the lives of the listeners. There are families around the world who need this message. They need this hope. And Father, I just ask and pray that you will reach them with this message, that you will touch them with this hope, that they will want to change their lives and be a part of your army. Father, we do not take these things for granted, but in all things, we acknowledge Jesus as our Savior, and we love you. Amen. Traveling Pulpit family, I am going to get out of here. I've said enough. I love you. I love you, and I want you to be a part of this army. For the Traveling Pulpit, I am Vernon Sheridan. We'll do this on next week, and that is it. Go in peace.